Welcome to the Living in Fierce Alignment podcast. My name is Kayla and I'm a personal trainer, entrepreneur, and mindset coach. In this podcast, I'm going to share with you all the goods through interviews with powerful women, sharing my experience coaching and training clients, and my personal insights to get you living fiercely in your life. So let's get to it. Welcome to episode number six on the Living in Fierce Alignment podcast. My name is Kayla and today I'm here with Molly Sanders who is a nutritionist and coach based in Toronto. Molly is the CEO of a company called Get Real to Heal and she's the creator of the Beyond Food program. The purpose of this episode today is to really bust the myth that you need to know a lot and that knowledge is the big thing between you and achieving your fitness, health, and nutrition goals. So welcome, Molly, to the podcast, and I'm very happy to have you here today and have this conversation. Me too. So I would love for you to share. We know that you're in Toronto, we know that you're a CEO of your company, and you have an amazing program. So I would love for you to introduce yourself a little bit more and just talk about what you want people to know about you and just share a little bit about your passion and who you are for people. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, first of all, thanks for having me on. I'm I'm really excited to be here too. Um, I think the biggest thing I'd want people to know is, you know, I always get a little bit stuck like introducing myself as a nutritionist because... I am, that is my training and I do love talking to people about food and about wellness and about supplementation, but also a lot of what I do is so much bigger than that. And really to answer your question about what I want people to know about me, it's like, I love working with people who have been stuck for a long time because, and I think the topic for today's um, podcast is so perfect because people know a lot. But really who I am for people and what I want people to know is like, if you're stuck, I'm your person because I will drag you through whether you want to come or not (laughs) to the other side until you get results. And that, that really is like who I am as a coach. It's who I am when I train people. It's what, it's just what I do. I love what you're sharing because as a personal trainer myself, I can totally resonate with that. Mm -hmm. It's pretty amazing to see the people come into the gym and it's, you know, they obviously are dealing with all these barriers and and thoughts that they have about themselves and their life. Mm -hmm. And they think that when they master their nutrition or their fitness, that they'll have it figured out. Mm -hmm. But it's actually backwards, right? Like there's so much to go through in terms of mindset and shifting that so that they can actually operate and make the right decisions to help them get results. So it's really great how, I think it's, it totally makes sense why we met in Toronto and how we work together, right? Well, okay. So just for people who are listening, Kayla's actually my trainer. And so it's so perfect that you're even saying that because even if you think about to where I was when I started training with you, like I didn't want to come to my sessions. I was skipping all the time and you know, none, none of the huge breakthroughs that I've had since working with you, not none of them, but like most of the big breakthroughs that I've had in working with you aren't from you telling me how to lift a weight. It's from like being like, no kidding, you're going to show up to your session and you're going to be here and you're going to be a hundred percent and, you know, stop messing around with whatever is going on with you internally. And yeah, it's, it's so much more about that than what to do. Yeah. And the other thing I love about that too, is one thing I love to teach clients is that, you know, when they cancel on me or they don't show up and they're like, Oh, I'm sorry. It's like, don't be sorry to me. You're the (laughs) one spending like thousands of dollars on yourself. Like Mm -hmm. this is for you. So when you don't show up because you slept in 
or you forgot to set an alarm or whatever happened, like that's that's on you, right? Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I think it's really great and I think it, it really is effective in life to have a coach, whether it's for nutrition, whether it's for your health, your fitness, whether it's for money, whether it's for building a brand or a business, like all of these things are always about elevating yourself to the best mm -hmm. version of yourself. Mm -hmm. So now we've been talking a little bit about knowledge and you were sharing that it wasn't necessarily me telling you or giving you knowledge about how to work out that got you the results. So the question I'm asking you now is why do you think people are so obsessed with knowing things or learning things or just mm -hmm. consuming information? Well, I think part of it is it's definitely like we live in an informational age now, right? Like we're in the age of Google. And so everything that we want, our initial reaction is to, you know, Google it or we're going to read some article that we see on Facebook or somebody's posted something on Instagram. Like we're constantly looking for, like if you put this in nutrition, for example, we're constantly looking for the next like super supplement or the next like diet or the next like breakthrough in, in research. And so we're constantly looking for the next piece of information that's going to fix whatever it is that we think is wrong with us. Um, and, you know, in a way, like you do need part of that, like information and knowledge, it is part of getting to where you want to be. Because like, if you're, if you're coming in, um, to work with me to lose weight or something, or if you're coming in to deal with some type of health issue, like maybe you have diabetes or something, of course you need to know a little bit about what to eat, what not to eat, what's good and what's bad. But it's such a small, I think it's such a small piece of it in the sense that you then have to go and implement the, those things. But we operate like what you need if that thing isn't easy to implement like you get that knowledge and if that thing's not easy or it doesn't work right away or it's not um like you can't do it 100 percent the first time you're on to the next piece of information you never even get the chance to to see what it is that that piece of knowledge could do for you just hopping from thing to thing to thing to thing and it's what i see over and over again and it's it's killer it's a freaking killer I think, yeah, and you know what's funny is as you were talking, I was like, oh my gosh, like you're, it's the same thing with personal training in the mm -hmm. sense that, well, a couple things. The first thing is that people show up and all of a sudden they're ready. They're ready to lose the weight. They're ready to become more mobile. They want to be mm -hmm. healthier. They want to love their body more, but they're not patient. Mm -hmm. That lacks so much. And, you know, I'll train somebody for a month or two and they'll be like, you know, I, I'm more flexible now. Like I don't get out of breath when I'm going up the stairs in the subway. I can carry my groceries longer. Like, you know, I notice these little things, but when am I going to, when am I going to start losing weight? And it's like, okay, losing weight is the consequence of all the things you do before that. Mm -hmm. And you have to be patient. And I think the fact that everything is so accessible now, like you go Like on, instant gratification. Oh, totally. And mm -hmm. you go on social media and all these things. It's like, quick fix this. Like 24-hour yeah. keto diet, lose 200 pounds. <laughs> like it's literally... It's, 200 pounds in two days. <laughs> it is. It's so, it's so extreme. We're like the skinny, like, you know, candies here and whatever. And I'm like, what is in this? Like, what is happening? Like, it's just, it's like people have forgotten the old fashioned way of just trusting that hard work will pay off. Like that, like that's essentially it. Right. And it's crazy because there's such an, uh, an evolution of new things constantly coming out. Like yeah. I even see it as a personal trainer, like with my colleagues, like I have an amazing team that I work with and mm -hmm. everyone has 
their own niche and their strengths and weaknesses, obviously, but there's always more courses to take as a personal trainer. Yeah. There's always more knowledge. And then, you know, we, we implement this knowledge and these new techniques on our clients to help them. But it's like, there's always this new thing coming out and it's just crazy. Like, it's like, we're always over consuming and not taking the time to implement enough and get the actual results over a long period of time. Yeah, and I think what's really interesting about what you just said is, you know, as the person who's delivering information to people, who's like, like we're, we're coaching people through something, um, and I'm sure you experienced this when you first started, I know I did as a nutritionist, is I even walked into the industry thinking that knowledge was the thing, you know, and so... I remember when I first started practicing, I'd have people come to me and I'd spend so much time researching, you know, the right food, the right diet, the right supplements. I'd put together this like really long and detailed um, protocol for people, give it to them, take them through it, and, and nothing would happen because the compliance wasn't there. And so, um, you know, even for me, being able to understand what actually motivates somebody to take action and take action consistently and being responsible for, yes, delivering the information, but then also, you know, being the person who's going to make sure that it, it gets done also is a whole other ball game. And we don't get trained in that. We don't get trained in that as practitioners. We don't get trained in that, like, as human beings that, you know, you have to, yes, learn things, but then you got to go do it. Yeah, and accountability. Oh, mm -hmm. 100%. I think accountability is so important, right? And mm -hmm. keep saying that, like, consistency is so important with, with anything, obviously, right? And I think that that's probably been the biggest breakthrough, like, with you. It's having you as a client now for, you know, over a year and a half. Mm -hmm. Is that, yes, wow, at really? first. Oh, I think so. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> Um, yeah, so I remember the beginning, like, I was always, like, reminding you, like, here's your schedule, like, show up at this yeah. time, can you wake up earlier, go to bed earlier, you're too tired when you show up in the gym in the morning, like, where's your water bottle, like, all these <laughs> things, but now it's, like, you know, you guys are on time, and mm -hmm. you push yourselves in the workout, and it's, like, it's totally night and day, but I knew that it would just take a lot of me, like, you know, really drilling into you to, to show up like mm -hmm. physically, mentally, emotionally, but it, it eventually becomes automatic. And I think yeah. people don't realize that is when you're very consistent with something and you're patient and you put your heart and soul into it, it will get easier. It will become automatic. Yes. And then naturally you will go to the next level of whatever it is you're trying to accomplish, whether it's physically in the gym, like yeah. training clients, you get stronger, you move up into more advanced exercises, you become more flexible, like mm -hmm. things start expanding, right? And I think that with nutrition, it's the same thing. Like there's yeah. just these little habitual things that that you need to master first and then it just continues expanding. I'm laughing because as we're going through this conversation, I'm hearing this theme of consistency and hard work and things will pay off and that's totally not what excites people. It's like, cool, I'm gonna, you know, I'm about <laughs> to sign my life away. Like, what is this? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's, it's not what motivates people. Um, and I think that's, I think that's really, it's a good segue to what we said at the beginning. It's mindset. And, you know, one of the things that takes people out, I think, is focusing or getting caught up in that consistency and hard work are a requirement. And so that's where the mindset piece comes in because what's what oftentimes, like if you think of anybody who's really accomplished something huge and it could be like societally huge or even look for 
if you look for yourself, anytime you accomplish something big for you, like for me, the perfect example would be my business. You know, what's, what's on the other side of the hard work and the consistency is like why you're doing it in the first place. What result are you going to be getting? What's that going to provide you? Why would you be why would all that hard work and consistency be worth doing in the first place? And I think the biggest thing is when people aren't connected to that, like really, really connected to that, it's where you get thrown off. And for the most part, people want results. Of course they want results. People want to lose weight. They want to feel good. They don't want to be huffing and puffing up the stairs. They don't want to be in pain in their body. And a lot of times that's not enough. And it's why people, you know, with um, like serious life-threatening conditions will overhaul their life because all of a sudden something becomes real about if I don't do something to interrupt this, something, something will happen. Like they've got a motivator. But for people who aren't in those situations, the mindset piece is actually being able to generate that on your own without something like life-threatening being on the other side of it. Um, but that's not how we naturally operate. No, and you know what's funny? As I'm listening to you, I'm just thinking back to another podcast episode that I listened to by Catherine Zinkina. So she's a manifestation Mm -hmm. coach, Mm -hmm. um, manifestation babe on Instagram, like amazing human being. I I started following her after you told me about her. She's so good. 100%. Yeah. So in one of her episodes, she was talking about when it comes to setting goals, that there's two things that we need. And I'm totally like regurgitating this in the way that I remember it but you'll still get, you'll still get the point <laughs> we're gonna get it yes the point is with a goal what you need to have and you're talking about this is like you know what you'll achieve and then the things that you want to avoid right is that you need pain and you need pleasure mm-hmm. and that both of these things a balance of that will project you in the right direction so for example we're you know personal trainer and nutritionist sitting here having conversation mm-hmm. and it's like People, I've had people show up for training because all of a sudden they've gone to their doctor and the doctor's like, you are in the red zone, like you have hypertension, yeah. you're like very overweight and your like life expectancy is mm-hmm. shrinking right now. Mm-hmm. That is a pain factor, <laughs> Yeah. right? And then the and, other thing is... But it doesn't always motivate people for a long time, it's right? It's true, it's true. Mm-hmm. It's like it really needs to hit like this really... Like everyone hits their point at their breaking point, right? Like yeah. the last straw on the camel's back kind of thing. And, you know, the pleasure part of it is like, you know, wanting to look good, wanting to feel good, wanting to, to go to the beach in the summer and wear like a sleeveless shirt or be in a bikini or like mm-hmm. feel comfortable, you know, being naked or being with someone else naked. Like these yeah. are all human things that happen, mm-hmm. but we don't really talk about them or... You know, and I think it's crazy because I have a lot of people that come in and they'll do consultations with me and we'll talk about like, you know, nutrition and things to transform mm-hmm. and, you know, like, oh, I just want to feel good. And I'm like, okay, so how about this? Like, you want to look good naked? Like, yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> That's not vain. Like, just say it. Like, I've heard yeah. it a hundred times. You want to look good naked? Like, you want to feel good when you put your clothes on in the morning? Like, you're tired of like not having confidence when you're doing yeah. presentations in front of people? Like, you know, we live right beside the financial district. Yeah. Like, these are all major factors. It's a reality. Totally. But we don't talk about it. No, we don't. And it's like, it's a balance between pain and pleasure. And I think both are needed, right? Totally. So it's like, you hit the hard pain side of being obese and having hypertension Mm -hmm. and stretch marks and whatever is going to like set you off. And then there's the motivational factor of like, you know, I want to look amazing in my wedding dress or, you know, I want to be a fit mom after I have a baby. Like these are... Or fit grandma for my grandkids, you know? 100%. (laughs) So reflecting on everything we've said so far, we're talking about knowledge right and we live in a world where knowledge is so accessible and it's not 
Like, that's not the problem. It's not having mm-hmm. enough knowledge or not, right? And I think that you, you know, especially as a personal trainer, people know that they need to exercise. Like, it's, yes. not, <laughs> it's not a secret, right? And, you know, they Wait, know. what? Oh, right. <laughs> um, and they know whether, you know, they know what they don't know or they do know about how to do certain exercises at the gym or how to use the machines or, mm-hmm. you know, they know if they're avoiding certain things mm-hmm. and they're just doing cardio, which is super common. There's nothing wrong with that, but you know that you don't know and still there is this lack of mindset to take a different action, mm-hmm. right? So, I mean, what do you think about that when it comes to, we have all the knowledge we need, people know what's good to eat, they know how to exercise or not. So what, like, what's missing? Yeah, I mean... I love what you said because I think the biggest thing is first of all to just like really pound into your own brain that for the most part you know what to do. Like people know that going out every night and eating fish and chips and beer is going to make them feel like garbage yeah. and they're going to feel crappy the next day and it's going to lead to like weight gain all that stuff. People know that. And you also know that eating a vegetable is a smart idea. Yeah. It's not confusing. And, but we operate, like a lot of times people operate like it is confusing. Well, I don't really know what to eat. So I'm just going to have, I'm just going to get a croissant or something like that. And so I think the first thing is just like jolting, like laser beaming into your brain that you know what to do. But then really a lot of work that I do with people, especially at the beginning, is to be clear on what their goal is and what the result that they want is and to have it be really clear. Oh, I actually, that's a big part of it because, you know, saying I want to feel better or I want to have better energy, it's too conceptual. It's like, okay, what does better energy look like? Well, it would look like being able to wake up at 6 a.m. easily. It would look like being like not needing three coffees. It would look like not feeling like I'm going to fall asleep at my desk at three o'clock. It would look like not falling asleep in my chair after dinner. Those are things that you can then go and look at. Or for me, if I'm working with you, I can be like, okay, how many days a week this week did you wake up at six? Were you able to get to work on time? How many coffees did you have? Were you falling asleep at your desk? So there's like... There's measurable content, right? Yes, like reality to your goals. Yeah. Um, and not having them just be focused on one thing. I think that's another part too is, that can be really discouraging is when when you're setting your goals being focused on one specific result like weight, it might not, it's, well, not might not, it's probably not going to work the way you think it's going to work. 100%. And so I think that's part of it is like your goal has to be like rock solid clear. And what you're talking about earlier, like your pain and pleasure points, it's like, you also have to answer the question, what's the impact if I don't do this? And you got to be just as real about that, even if it's nasty. Like, even if it looks like, you know, I'm going to hate the way I look in the bedroom and it's going to have a negative effect on my marriage. If it looks like, you know, I'm going to have to stop working at, at 60 and I'll probably die a couple years later. Like, it can be grim, but it's, you almost, you have to be realistic about what the impact is and about what, what you actually want to be able to get out of your brain when you get discouraged and be able to look into the reality of what achievements have I been making? Um, and what, I don't know what, how close am I to my goals? Like bringing some reality to it, I think is really key. But I think the other thing is, and this is just what I've seen, 
generating that by yourself, like doing that on your own is tough. Because then you're, you need you're a having, coach. exactly, because the yeah. thing is you're having a conversation with yourself and your brain then. So then you yeah. start negotiating. Yes. Oh, <laughs> Monday, I'm going to start going to the gym and I'm bringing celery sticks and carrots and hummus for lunch. I'm just going to eat fish and chips tonight and I'll, I'll make up for it tomorrow. Right? And, yeah, and then be self, it's self-sabotage yeah. is what it is. Yeah. And I think the other thing, going back to your comment about speaking about reality and getting really clear yeah. on your goal is that I think what's really important and I try to share this with my clients is Yes, your goal is to lose 20 pounds or to be able to do this or that mm-hmm. or whatever, right? But it's like be open-minded and accept and surrender that how you think it's going to go is not how it's going to go. Yeah, and, so good. Right? And what you said too was really looking back on your accomplishments. Like, you know, I've had people say little things like, oh, my, my pants feel a little bit looser. Or like, you know, I my shoulder doesn't hurt when I mm-hmm. pick up my toddler anymore. Like these little things like... You know, when I first meet people, oh yeah, that's it. You you take it for granted, right? But, and then there's something really great that happened with one of my clients. I've trained her for over six months now and she showed up and it was a classic, like, I want to lose weight. I've let myself go over the last few years. Like I'm not playing sports anymore. Mm -hmm. So we worked together and I mean, her mindset was phenomenal. Like she, she lost like over 30 pounds in six months. Like Mm -hmm. that's, you know, that's a rare thing for somebody to be that consistent, right? Yeah. And what happened with her that I could not have predicted was the beautifully positive impact on her family Mm, like because she transformed right but like because she transformed herself and she did the work internally on her mindset and physically in the gym and with her nutrition Mm -hmm. all of a sudden her family started seeing this transformation and they started eating healthier and they had fitbits and you know they started working on their mindset like my whole body is covered (laughs) in goosebumps yeah like it's just (laughs) That, you know, that's just an example of, you know, she decided I'm going to take on a coach. I'm going to do this. And, you know, it wasn't easy. And the other thing that I try to teach clients is having compassion for yourself. Because Mm -hmm. I couldn't tell you how many times, you know, I'll be training somebody two or three days a week. And then all of a sudden, you know, they get sick or work gets crazy or they go on holidays or someone dies. Or, Mm -hmm. you know, all of a sudden they have to freeze their training because, you know, they have a mortgage coming up and they can't afford everything. And it's like, and then they come back and they're so down on themselves. And I'm like, holy cow, like you just went through X, Y, and Z. Have some compassion for yourself. Okay, yeah. cool. It was Christmas. You put on five pounds. Big deal. <laughs> like, work it off again. Like, it's yeah. not, you know, I think as human beings, we're so hard on ourselves. And I I especially have developed more compassion for people mm-hmm. since I became a personal trainer because, mm-hmm. you know, I've worked with, you know, I don't even know how many people I've worked with in the last two and a half years. Hundreds, like 20, sure. 50, more than, yeah, like long-term sure clients. Hundreds. Yeah. yeah. Okay, hundreds. Yeah. Sure. But let's working... just you not diminish the things that you do okay. either. <laughs> but, um, you know, working with all these people, I see the battles that people go through in their life and they think they're alone and they think that, you yeah. know, they should be doing better and they should be doing this and they should all over themselves. Yeah. Right. So that's like, that's another really big thing too, is having compassion, being open-minded. Yeah. yeah. And I think when you're saying that, so right now I've been, I've been training with you for a year and a half, Right. And the last couple of months, um, I'm just realizing this now while we're talking. So the last couple of months, like I've definitely gained weight in my midsection. And like for me, it's crazy that I didn't even notice it till now. I never went into a headspace of this isn't working. And why is because you so like instilled in me how like just the act of showing up, giving 100% in the gym in the morning, like 
gives me so much space for the rest of my day. Meaning like when I show up and don't sell out on myself, like the, my productivity levels, my, even like my relationship to myself, like I've accomplished something before nine o'clock in the morning. And it's more like five things because I woke up, I woke up on time. I came there, actually did the exercises, you know, it's a lot of things, but my brain actually never went there because there were all of these other things that I knew I was getting from, from being in the gym. And like, I don't have shoulder pain when I am, even though like, I don't love the way I look right now. And a lot of it has to do with my food. Um, and just like emotionally eating for the last little bit, but it's like, because I know that I'm winning when I go to the gym and because I know I don't have pain because of the workouts that we're doing. And I know that you know, I've moved so many people in the last few months. It's insane the amount of people who have been moving, but like I can freaking lift things and I'm a boss. I'm strong. There you go. But it's like, because you've so hounded into me, the all encompassing world of what, of the benefits that this provides, my brain didn't even go there, which a year ago, a hundred percent it would have. Yeah. But I think it's because you didn't know what your body was capable of until you got stronger, until you were consistent for a year and a half of showing Mm -hmm. up and then not showing up for a month or two because you had... Oh, that was brutal. That was like four months I didn't see you there, but you you know, you came back and that's Mm -hmm. what matters, right? Is that you can never actually mess up the process of whatever you're trying to do in your life, whether it's your health, your fitness, your career, you can never mess it up. All that matters is that you get back on track, right? That's the only failure is when you is, is when, when you, you stop, right? Yeah. When you stop altogether. Like, so what if you had a bad day in the middle of the week and you ate a whole pizza or you had five <laughs> beers? Like, it happens. I don't know. I'm sure that some people can For relate sure. to this. Totally. But I mean, it's like, some sure people, that happens. I can relate to that. <laughs> yeah, but it's just like, let it go and then continue on, right? It's like, mm-hmm. I remember for myself, I've been an athlete most of my life, like competitive yeah. rugby player, and I had this expectation of myself to be at a certain fitness level at all times, okay? In 2015, I lived in China for a year and I basically stopped working out. Mm. because I had all the reasons like I you know let my circumstances define my health and fitness and you know I had great excuses of being in a foreign country and like (laughs) all the things and I I came back and I was so out of shape from my expectations right and it was just like I had to just get back on track so then it took Mm -hmm. me up until this point now which is you know I've been in Toronto for almost three years where I feel really good it feels normal again you know Mm. and I just think that that that's the biggest thing is just getting back on track, like forgiving yourself, having compassion for yourself, and then being really clear on what what your goals are. And why. Yes, and why. Why you're doing it, the purpose behind all of it, right? We're going to talk a little bit about some tips, things to implement, because obviously this is an insightful conversation, and it's one thing to be motivated, and then maybe after this you're going to go eat a salad or hit the gym, which is awesome. (laughs) But like, yeah, just one time. (laughs) But... What I want to create for you, what Molly and I want to create for you is something that will continue to motivate you. So Mm -hmm. the biggest thing, if you want to succeed with your health and fitness and your nutrition is you need to have the purpose, right? We were just talking about this, but if you, if you don't know what your purpose is, this is getting really deep right now, but if you don't know what your purpose is in life or you don't know what your purpose is in your health or your uh, nutrition or your career or your goals, you need to create that. So I'm mm-hmm. going to give you three little things here that you can do to create your purpose. The first thing is I want you to look at love, okay? So ask yourself, who on this earth do you love? Who loves you? What do you love? That's the first part of creating your purpose. Mm-hmm. The second thing is live. What do you want to live to learn more about? What do you want to experience more of in your life? Where do you want to travel, 
right? What do you mm -hmm. want to live physically? Like, do you want to do a triathlon? Do you want to do Tough Mudder? Like, obviously, I'm tying in fitness into this, right? Do you want to, you know, go up, you know, the biggest mountain in the world and camp there? Like, that's these are crazy things to challenge yourself mm -hmm. with, right? And, you know, ask yourself, what do you want to live for to continue experiencing in your life? And the other thing is legacy. So that is, what is your unique mission here on Earth? What do you want to leave behind, you know, once your time is done? Like, I'm not trying to sound dark and dreary here, <laughs> but like, seriously, because these three things will create your purpose. And this is what you can come back to when you feel like you're lost, when you feel like you don't have a sense of direction and you're just like unmotivated. This will be your intrinsic motivation. Because yeah. it's one thing, for example, to have a goal body that you see, you know, in magazines, on Instagram, on TV, in movies, whatever. That's cool. But when that's not there or mm -hmm. you lose your connection to that, what are you going to do, right? But when you have your purpose and your goals are really clear, then that will help you succeed. Yeah, that's so perfect. And, you know, it's not a coincidence that I, my program is called Beyond Food because you have to go beyond food. And anytime uh, I work with somebody, I get to know a lot about, you know, where they work, why they work there, the details about their family, how they spend their time, what their hobbies are. Because, like you said, when you're connected to your purpose, to, like, why, why you're on the planet and what it is you want to accomplish by the time, like you said, your time is done then everything gets situated inside that. And what I mean by that is, you know, if your purpose is to, um, I don't know what your, whatever your purpose is, but if you're, if you're like somebody who, let's say you're like a researcher and your purpose is to like, you know, cure cancer or something, like you're connected to your purpose in life, it's like, then of course, like your fitness and nutrition, your well being, like your ability to show up for the things that you're doing inside of that purpose are gonna naturally be a priority. And it's everything you do in life's gotta be connected to that. And whether it's your family, whether it's your job, whether it's how you spend your free time, how you take care of yourself. But like, you, I love what you said about being connected to your purpose and your legacy and why you're here. It's so, so key. And like I said, that's why, that's what I, always want to know about when I work with people. I think if there's anything that our listeners get from the podcast today is that you really need to figure out your purpose and your why. Yeah. And when you know your why, then you will know what you need to do and you'll have the intuitive nudges and you'll feel connected and you will feel inspired. And it's mm -hmm. not about having more knowledge. No. Right? It's like, it's funny, you don't need knowledge to know your why or your purpose. No. You know what I mean? Like, it's all intuitive. And it internal. is. It is mm -hmm. very intuitive and internal, and it, it obviously yeah. starts in your mind, right? Like, to know who you love and what you love and, you know, what you want to live for and your legacy, none of that is like specific information. That is no. your own experience and what your values are yeah. and what, what is important to you in your life. So, if you're going to remember anything from this podcast, let that be it. Yeah. Because that will guide you to the next thing you need to do to take an action in your life to cause the results you want with your health, your fitness, and your nutrition. Yeah. So, Molly, I just want to say thank you so much for joining yeah. me today in this episode. It was actually so fun. It was a very organic conversation. And mm -hmm. I think even speaking with you, I've had 
you know, so many realizations. Me too. Right? And I think that that's so important because then we can go back and we can help our clients and we can be an inspiration and empower people in our, in our life, right? Yeah, even just being on here, I have a few clients later today. I'm like, oh, we are so getting into their goals this afternoon. <laughs> yeah, right? It's so fun. I just, yeah. I love that part of being a coach and being a trainer. And that's definitely one thing that got me more into mindset coaching and why I started yeah. this podcast is that I love the physical aspect, but it's funny because I realized that in order for people to succeed physically in the gym and their health and fitness mm-hmm. that way, they needed to be mentally ready to take that on. So considering that, I want you to keep an eye out if you're listening. The next three episodes that I'm launching after this are mental toughness episodes. And they've been inspired from a personal training course that I did. So more information will be coming out with that. Meanwhile, I'm going to leave the stage here for Molly to share where we can find her if you are interested in connecting with her. So please tell us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, really, thank you for, for having me on. I, You know I adore you, and so doing this and seeing um, you know, your business grow has been really exciting, and you've been so essential to like my business growing, so I love you. I just need to say that. Oh, thanks, Molly. Um, yeah, where people can find me, uh, my website is mygetrealtoheal.com. There are a lot of cool resources that you can find on there. Um, I'm also on Facebook, My Get Real to Heal, and Instagram at My Get Real to Heal. And I think, you know, the big thing to watch out for is I've got a couple of like live in-person events that I'll be announcing on the social media, uh, both of those social media platforms. Wicked. Yeah, so stay tuned. And then um, I've got a couple of cool like small courses coming out, free courses coming out, and then like training on different types of conditions and actually what it's going to take to to overhaul your life in a way that will get you results. So it was perfect inside this conversation. That's awesome. Thank mm -hmm. you so much for sharing that. And thank you for being on the episode today. Thank you. So to my listeners, if you enjoyed today's episode, please share it. I would greatly appreciate if you could rate this podcast and please leave a review because when you do this, this will get out into the world and my mission is just to help other people and the way I can do that is if you help me to do that. So thank you again. You can also find me at Kayla G Mindset Coaching on Instagram and watch out because I will have many more episodes to come. Until the next time, have a great day.